Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Hey, on the podcast this morning, we talk about your partner's messiest habit. What is with guys and socks anyway? <laughs> Can someone tell us? Can I just apologize on behalf of all guys right now and get it over with? Uh, <laughs> also, your worst car. You need a blankets to keep warm. You could start it with a hammer. And you need a bungee cords to keep the doors closed, but it still got you where you wanted to go. Plus, we talk about the wedding of the century, and it's the third time they've been married to each other. Wow. $1,000 minute advantage. Here's your answer to question number 10 for the Wednesday, May 25th, $1,000 minute. Answer to question number 10 is Kamala Harris. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Your partner's messiest habit. What is it? Uh, a thousand women were asked what one word describes your partner. And the answer that came back the most was messy. That's the best you can do? Messy. What about brave? <laughs> no. <laughs> what no, about... No. I don't know. Smart, <laughs> intelligent. What about caring? What about empathetic? No, no, it's messy. messy. So this is Come the perfect on. opportunity for you to tell us what your partner's messiest habit is. Yes. Okay, so give us a call at 451-1313 or text 124-7. Okay, so the, the, the thought behind this was last night uh, reaching to throw something into the recycling bin, throwing it into the recycling bin where there's usually a bag in there. There's supposed to be a bag in there mm -hmm. to collect all of the recycling stuff. <laughs> but of course, there was no bag because my wife's trick is to empty the recycling bin, empty the garbage can, and not replace, replace the, the bag. bag? <laughs> that so is that, really, really annoying. So that when brave, strong, empathetic oh, Peter God, comes okay. along yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and throws something in the recycling bin, I don't know, a, a, a premier protein empty container or something, goes right in there. Right. There's no bag. There's no bag. Then you have to go and get a go bag. Fish it out. And fish it out of the thing. thing. What? Yeah, Why? that's that's really annoying. Why would you do that? If you take the bag out, you got to replace it. You would think that's huh? part of the job. That's part of the job. <laughs> Can I complain about Renee for a second? If you must. She is so messy <laughs> when it comes to her 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 drinking water glasses. Like oh, yes. she will have a, a glass. Yes. And she'll set. I'll find them everywhere, all around the house. And she wants to reuse. Like she won't just use one and put it right in the dishwasher. She'll reuse the same glass for like two three days. Well. Uh -huh. And then gets mad at me when I put it away in the dishwasher. Right. She goes, there was a glass in here. Did you put it in the sink or did you put it in the dishwasher? Uh, yeah, it's been sitting there for two days. She's like, you don't need to do that. I can reuse it. She no. was the only one using it. She thought, I'll, I'll reuse it. She's, yeah. she's saving but then, all that hot water. <laughs> but when you find them all over the house, like right. one next to the bed, one in the office, one in the living room, it's mm -hmm. like, come on. Have you tried an experiment to see how long she would use that same glass? <laughs> no, because I'm afraid to know You're the afraid answer. afraid to know? Do you think it would be more than a week? I think it would. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and Peter, getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, grooving. Today's best variety. Move 100. First text of the morning, my partner leaves baskets upon baskets of clean and dirty laundry on the bedroom floor for days or even weeks until I <laughs> nag. <laughs> until I nag. Right. Isn't that classic? How long does a nagging go for until those baskets couple are empty. days couple at of least days. right Easy. gotta be uh cat good morning your uh your partner's messiest habit i just want to preface 
preface this by saying that Gary's the best thing that ever happened to me. But okay. my God, okay. I am like cleaning up after him constantly. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to kick his socks to the entrance of the doorway just to give him like a little bit of a head start. You know, like I kick his socks and he leaves all over the apartment. Yeah. Um, he leaves paper towels. He like he uses paper towels like when he eats and leaves them on the table. Oh um, no! Right. Just this morning, I found a shirt that he left in the magazine rack. So. Okay. Now I'm wondering about the socks. Does he like come in the house and and then just kick off the socks and go around in bare feet? Is that is that him? No, he like he he beelines it to the coach and and you know watches the Blue Jays in thirty and kick takes off takes off his socks and just leaves them there. What's up with that? I know. I'm going to have to get him like a little basket and then he can put his socks in there. You do. And this is your life from now until the day you die. Forever. It's not too late to back out of this wedding thing. Yeah, are you ready to say I do? I'm ready to say I do, but pick up your damn socks. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in the vows. Maybe that'll work. It's a good day. Waking up with good friends and great music. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. It's a good morning. On Move 100. It's a good day. Waking up with good friends and great music. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. It's a good morning. On Move 100. Your partner's messiest habit. We got to know what it is. It feels better to share. Uh, these common things yeah. that we all live through, right? It just feels better to let someone else know <laughs> that they're not alone and to know alone. that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. We hear you. Text from Shubanakity this morning. My partner is a mess, period. Anything he touches. I'm sorry. You have to be more specific, okay? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Text us again. Text us again. What do you mean? What did he touch <laughs> lately that's just absolutely a mess? Uh-huh. And this text, my husband is military, and the only way I can describe his messiness is kit bomb. Means everything is everywhere. Clothes, dishes, trash, kit bomb. Oh, my gosh. 451-1313. Lisa, good morning. You say that you are the messy one? Only when I cook. I'm pretty clean, but when I cook... No, no hard, no holds barred. barred. Uh Uh-oh. No no holds barred. (laughs) Oh, there goes my nervousness again. Yeah, I don't believe in cleaning while you cook. Uh (laughs) When I cook, it looks like I hunted and killed everything I cooked, including the vegetables. Oh, no. So it's a scene. Oh, Lord. Walls, it's everywhere. Oh, my God. Kind of a CSI thing when, when you're finished. <laughs> yeah. Well, who has to clean up that mess? Yeah. I, I do. I do it. I clean up my mess. <laughs> How long does it take? I mean, are, are, you, oh. are you right away, or does it kind of get to, to settle there for a while? <laughs> I try too quickly, but if it's flour, it can turn to glue pretty oh, quick. Oh, gosh. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's everywhere. My whole island is just covered in everything. Wow. But it's fun that way, right? What's your specialty, by the way? I mean, if if you're great at one thing with cooking, what is it? Oh, quesadillas. Ooh. My husband calls them Lisa Diaz because my name's Lisa. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Yeah. We love these. Keep them coming into 124-7. Right, but there's a common theme that's a little disturbing. Um, it, it sucks, okay? It sucks. Ah. And about seven texts. I'll just let this one sum up uh, all the texts that we've received about socks. My boyfriend leaves his dirty socks everywhere. The <laughs> living room, the kitchen, the office, it doesn't matter. 
you'll find a pair of bunched up socks mm, there somewhere. It's a thing. Why? Everybody does it. No. Men do it. No, they don't. <laughs> no. Say it's, it's, it isn't so. I don't know. Lacey, I feel like you're, uh, you're going to relate to all these texts coming in. Your partner's messy as habits? He leaves his clothes everywhere. Oh, God. Like ev- socks. Every room? I found socks in the couch cushions. Always. Um, and the worst is the laundry basket will be right there yeah. and the clothes right beside it. What? That's a guy thing. I'm I, sorry, Peter. Yeah. This is a dude I know, thing. I know. And I can't explain it. I have no idea. We know it's a laundry basket, but I don't know. <laughs> don't. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to What's trending? So we've been hearing that goth-themed weddings were going to be the trend this summer. And watching what people are now calling the wedding of the year over the weekend, it it proved just that. Kourtney Kardashian and uh, drummer Travis Barker... They got married again, yeah, again. Just like the fourth wedding. This is a, that was the third wedding that was they the had. Third wedding. So okay. they had a fake wedding in Vegas. They were legally wed in Santa Santa Barbara earlier this month, and mm. then they tied the knot once more in front of friends and family over the weekend in Portofino, Italy. Mm. Uh, Gothic was the theme, and man, was it extra! Did you see photos of this? I did, like lots of red velvet, yeah, and, like dark, dark red. roses, yeah. and the veil. Her veil was like the big thing of the weekend. It was basically, uh, if you're looking at her from the back, you could see the Virgin Mary in her veil. And it was actually to match the tattoo on Travis Barker's head. He has a huge tattoo on the top of his head. So she got it matched. Isn't that sweet? It is so extra. (laughs) But I've never never seen so much footage of a wedding in my life. Mm. So So, if you haven't seen these pictures, check it out on our socials. It's wild. Just just curious. Yeah. Semi-serious question. Yeah. If one of them decides... That they need to divorce. I mean, God forbid. But I know this is going to last forever. But you know, if one of if this happens to end in divorce, yeah. do they have to pick a wedding? Like <laughs> to like, I am cancel? divorcing you from the third wedding. Third wedding, right? I and know. Again and again until it's over. Everybody keeps commenting on their social media, like, "Please stop. Enough. <laughs> we we get it. You guys are married. It's fine." But the Virgin Mary. Oh man, just tattoo. I know. So sweet. Now there's a new season of Stranger Things coming to Netflix this Friday. So Netflix dropped the trailer for season four. It's been three years since they put out the last season. Wow. So when you watch this new trailer, it's up on our socials. The kids yeah. are so grown up. Right. It's unbelievable. They're Lawyers now, they're you know CEOs to of companies. Yeah, yeah, they're old. Now the thing about this season is that it's split in two, so you've got seven episodes coming on Friday. Then you're going to have to wait for the final two episodes uh, coming on July the first. Right. So that's kind of annoying. And but... I think the fun finale is going to be like two hours yeah, long or something. Yeah, of course I mean, it is. Honestly, I'm expecting big things. From mm-hmm. this. And you're going to see the most Nova Scotian mural there can be in downtown Halifax in the next few weeks. It is a moon mist mural. Uh, coming to the Birmingham and Queen Street intersection. It's put on by a group called Alt-C. They've got a bunch of local artists involved. And it's just basically to look like the sidewalk is going to look like moon mist mm-hmm. ice cream, mm-hmm. which is amazing. It looks awesome. It's going to take a cute. lot of explaining for visitors, but I know. that's okay. It's like, what is happening here? It should be done by June the 7th. So plan to head downtown and check it out then. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Getting you pumped up for the day. Get up and go. Mornings with Aaron.
Jason and Peter on Move 100. My worst car is trending right now thanks to Jimmy Fallon. The hand cranks were broken on the windows of my friend's 1987 Nissan Stanza. We'd pass around the good handle anytime someone wanted to roll down their window. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bought a cheap Corvair when I moved to California to get by. As I was driving down the 101, the front tire came off and rolled right by me. <laughs> Sucks to be them. I got pulled over for speeding in my three-cylinder, 75-horsepower Geo Metro. Cop couldn't believe I got the car over 60 miles per hour. Said he wrote the ticket just to prove it to his buddies. I have to. I just, this is amazing what happened. So we want to get this going this morning in Halifax. Tell us about your worst car and uh, what made it so horrible. Yeah. So I've had a few cars. Yeah. Uh, my worst car was a Dodge Dart. Uh, and, and like, I'm not casting any dispersions on Dodge Darts because they really haven't made them for a while. <laughs> they came back like in the early, in the mid-2000s, but they lasted like three years and said, okay. okay, that's enough. This was not one of those. That was, This one was oh, way back no. when. So um, the top of the gas tank was rusted off. And as a result... I could only put about $10 worth of gas in at a time. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. I mean, strictly <laughs> speaking, it shouldn't have been on the road. Yeah. Because uh, obviously you can't run a vehicle no. that you can't put fill up with gas. No. Because the gas would just pour out all over the road. That would be a horrible oh environmental God, disaster. Plus, you'd be at the gas station every single day. You can barely travel that far with 10 bucks of gas. But these days. Yeah, You true. can get a little further back True, then. yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of the road, I could see it between my feet. What? I mean, I could look down if the floor mat wasn't in and see the road passing between my feet. What do you mean? There was like a hole? There was a hole rusted through the floor oh of this God. car. Peter! What? You should not have been driving <laughs> it this worked. car. <laughs> Maybe not. But no, I brought, no, kids don't do this. A hole? But this was, I'm, we're talking about my worst car. Hashtag my yeah. worst car. <laughs> the best thing about it, though, was the radio. And it needed to have a good radio for me because I love radio. Of course. This radio had superpowers. I could, I mean, we lived out in the country, high up on a hill outside of Parsboro. Okay. And when I got in the car in the morning, I could pick up American radio stations oh, that's cool. on the car. That's so cool. The, the radio was amazing. <laughs> Everything else about this car sucked. Yeah. Couldn't really gas bad. it up. Hole in the floor. Hole in the floor. <laughs> And I would drive it to school. It would take me from the 20 minutes from when I left my house until I got to the school till it finally warmed up in the winter, until oh it was finally God. warm enough to actually be in. Nice. The rest of the time I was in mittens and toques. And, uh, and there's a hole in the floor, so oh, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds like a horrible, yeah. <laughs> horrible old car. But memorable. Yeah, of course. Tell us about your worst car. I, I know these cars. I know I know these cars. Uh, this one from Liverpool says, uh, my friend's Chevette had no brakes. He would pick me up every day so that I could tell him if cars were coming or not at stop signs and what? intersections. It was a standard, and he would slam it into first at these areas and hope that nothing was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Worked for a few months until one day it didn't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, there are so many, but let's just, uh, here's one more. Uh, I upgraded from my 79 LeBaron to a 1980 Charger. Okay. <laughs> it no longer had outside door handles, <laughs> so I had to get in via the trunk. No. The heater core was gone, so to keep the windows defogged in the winter, you needed to keep the windows open. 
<laughs> I had blankets to keep people from freezing, and the gas needle didn't work, so it was a guessing game no. when I needed gas. Oh, my gosh. These <laughs> these stories are giving me so much anxiety. Just living on the wild side. Wow. <laughs> the things we drove. <laughs> Hashtag my worst car, 451-1313, or you can text us at 124-7. Uh, Jake from Lower Sackville, your worst car? Yeah, I had a Ford Taurus. Where both of the engine mounts were broken, Uh-oh. and it just it sat on the transmission mount. Oh my god! If, if I put it in drive, I had to wait until the engine had rolled out of position and wedged against the hood, <laughs> and then it would start to go. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds horrible. Oh, it's horrible! That's <laughs> it, it, terrible. What it, what it means is what it means is that all of the power of the engine transferred to the tires was being held in place by the hood latch. Okay. It also means yeah, it was very you, dangerous. If you had hit a bump, if you had hit one of these these potholes that we've had this spring, yeah, there was a very good chance that your engine would be on the pavement. <laughs> true. And when I put the car in reverse, I had to wait until I could see the hood bump upwards, and then I knew the uh, motor was in place. Oh, my gosh. Classic. That was my worst car. (laughs) Mornings made easy. A big cup of coffee. Aaron and Peter. Yes, my day started. Get me ready to get to work every day. On Halifax's Move 100. My worst car is trending right now. All thanks to Jimmy Fallon. When I was growing up, my family car had moss growing on the outside of the passenger doors. And when the right headlight fell out, my father reattached it with a pie plate and duct tape. (laughs) That's a good dad hat. Pontiac Sunbird convertible broke down several times. Last time I called the roadside emergency line, the operator said, that thing's still running, Debbie? There you have it. Those are <laughs> hashtags. Actually, I just thought of my mom had an Astro van back in the 90s, and I have a specific memory of what we were, like, rushing to get in the car to go somewhere, and I was hopping in the front seat, and the, the door, like, wouldn't latch shut something Mm -hmm. had broken and she's like we're late just hold it so we literally (laughs) were driving and i was sitting in the passenger seat i mean obviously we wouldn't do this today but like turning corners i'd be like out with the door (laughs) like holding it closed that's I'm bad. laughing because That's I've done bad. that, too. And, and, and uh, Jim, Jimmy Fallon mentioned the Pontiac Sunbird. Yeah. By chance, there's a tweet about, or a text about that uh, that came into us this morning. My first car was a Pontiac Sunbird. I bought it for $500 in 2002, <laughs> and I got to drive it from Summerside to O'Leary PEI, and it died, and it never worked again after that. Well, I mean $500. <laughs> Come on. Uh, this text from Shubanakity. Uh, worst car? My dad bought me a white station wagon, but it was the old boxy style huge looks like a kidnapper thanks dad oh man uh and uh a a couple more here my mom used to have a dodge shadow you could start it with a steak knife (laughs) many people knew this because it was stolen at least 10 times a steak knife get out (laughs) and uh this one my car had electrical issues and one day my mom's phantom of the opera cd got stuck inside for the next two years, it would sporadically play like there is a mysterious masked genius hiding in my Honda Accord. <laughs> this text says, my mom had a ladder. It didn't even have power steering. It took two hands to make a turn. <laughs> she went out and started it one morning and it caught fire by the propane and oil tanks. No. We waited outside by the road for the fire truck to arrive. All was good. I don't even know if it had a radio. I mean... 
this is what the text says. Right. And probably not. They no were so way. basic that they just came with nothing. You've got a car, two seats, and a steering wheel. You sit in silence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, this text says, in year 2000, second year of university at MSVU, I had a 1986 Oldsmobile. I could never drive alone because the driver's seat had rusted and separated from the floor of the car. I always needed to prop the seat up and get someone to sit behind me while holding my seat upright with their knees. Oddly, the car did not pass the safety inspection. Are you kidding me? You could never drive alone? You needed a backseat driver for that one. <laughs> Literally. And keep them coming. This one says I had a 96, a 1996 Geo Tracker that would shake violently when it went over 70 kilometers an hour. Oh the doors would freeze shut in the winter, and only one of the doors would open from the inside. It was it was the driver's side door, so passengers could get in, but they couldn't get out. You like crawl through the window on the other side. <laughs> it's fine. We do this all the time. Don't Climb worry about it. stick shift. And- Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. And we have Evan Seaward on the line this morning. Evan, how you doing? Excellent, thanks. You've got a little bit of help in the in the vehicle with you this morning? I do, yes. You've got your daughter there with you. Hopefully she can help you out to win a thousand bucks, okay? All right. So here are uh, here are the rules of the game. You get one minute on the clock, ten questions. Evan, get all ten right, you will win a thousand dollars. If not, you'll win ten dollars for each correct answer you give us. Uh, Evan, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Awesome. All right. Are you ready to do this? I am ready. Okay, Evan, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Evan, how many nickels does it take to make $2? 20. What relation is your father's brother to you? Uncle. Are snakes cold or warm-blooded? Cold. What's the name of Winnie the Pooh's human friend? Pass. What flavor pop is made by Canada Dry? Ginger ale. How many numbers do you need to get to, right to win the Lotto Max jackpot? Seven. What uh, athletic company teamed up with Kanye for his Yeezy brand? Pass. According to the commercial, what is the fabric of our lives? What entrepreneur's mother will be on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue? Pass. In what decade did Upper Clements Park open? 70s. Winnie the Pooh's human friend was who? Christopher Robin. The athletic company that teamed up with Kanye for the Yeezy brand? Adidas. The fabric of our lives is what? Pass. Okay, time <laughs> is up. <laughs> those, were, those are tough ones. You are doing great, Evan. We'll go through the questions together, okay? All right. So it takes 40 nickels to make $2. Oh, yeah. yeah, not 20. Your father's brother is your uncle. Snakes are cold-blooded. Christopher Robin is Winnie the Pooh's human friend. You got that, like, right in time. Uh, ginger ale is made by Canada Dry. You need to get seven numbers right to win the Lotto Max jackpot. Adidas did team up with Kanye for his Yeezy brand. Uh, Elon Musk's mom is going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Upper Clements Park opened in the 80s. It was 1989. And the fabric of our lives is cotton. Oh. (laughs) Evan, you got six out of ten and sixty dollars this morning. Way to go. Excellent. Well done, Evan. Listen, by the way, if you want to uh, 
show your friends just how well you did on this. You can listen to our podcast later today mm-hmm. uh, because it'll be there as well as our $1,000 Minute Advantage. We always give the answer to question number 10 on our podcast. So you may want to have a listen to that for next time. You got it. Evan, thank you so much for playing and you hang on the line for us, okay? I will. Thank All you. All right. We will be back tomorrow with your chance to win 1000 bucks when you play the $1,000 Minute. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning on Move 100. Made easy. A big cup of coffee. Aaron and Peter. Yes, my day started. Get me ready to get to work every day. On Halifax's Move 100. So great to see the city so alive this past weekend. Wow. Wasn't it fantastic uh, to have the Blue Nose Marathon running in the May long weekend as right. it has in the past? Running through Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. That's been like, I think it's four years since we got to run in Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, crossing the bridge was fantastic. We forgot how hard that bridge was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it was there. Uh, 6,000 people wow. running, including 1,000 kids in a youth run on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Man, it was just a great weekend. The Blue Nose Marathon came alive again. Uh, just a couple of quick notes on the winners, and it just seems so fitting that the women, the woman who won and the man who won the overall marathon. Uh, we're both newcomers to Halifax, living here now, and it just seems like like a perfect metaphor for all that the city's been going through. Yeah. And the changes. A woman named Aisling Whittish, who came here from uh, Victoria and lives here now and works here now. She won on the women's side. Cool. And on the men's side, uh, Nathan Ryan, I believe his last name is spelled or uh, pronounced O'Hare. He's from Ireland. Oh, cool. He's a software developer doing his work here in Halifax. Oh, my now. gosh. And, uh, yeah, so newcomers won yeah. the, the, the race, and, and Nathan can't, get, can't wait to get back to defend his title next year. So awesome. Now, if you were there, you probably saw our uh, Move 100 Street team. They were all, like, over the yeah. finish line. And we actually were doing a big contest, the Ultimate Race, Pri- race Prize Pack. Uh, if you took a photo with our Move 100 signs after uh, after the race, and uh, you'd be in to win $500 to aerobics first and a $250 gift card for gas and groceries. We want to say congratulations to Kay Miz on our Facebook page who posted a photo of her two little kids who uh, completed the race. Mm-hmm. And you have won the ultimate race prize pack. It is $500 to spend at aerobics first, mm-hmm. $250 for you to put in your gas tank and on your dinner table. You got groceries it. And gas. Kay Miz, way to go. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Cat owners and dog owners pay particular attention. If you don't own a cat or a dog, you're still welcome to throw in a guess because I think you might know it. Mm-hmm. 16% of cat owners and 12% of dog owners admit they share this with their pets. <laughs> what is it? Give us a call with your guess, 451-1313, or you can text in your guess right now to 100 Good morning, Move 100. Your guess? Ice cream. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> they share their ice cream, like oh, lick God. for lick. Oh, God. <laughs> your turn. I've seen so many people do it. Are yeah. you a pet owner? Yes. Do you do that? No. Okay, good to okay. know. So that's great no. information. <laughs> It's a good thought, not the answer we're looking for. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, going through some text here. Go ahead. Uh, They share their drinks with their cat or dog. Uh, They share their water, desserts. Um, They share a bath or a shower. Oh, yeah. Does that mean you, like, you clean yourself and you clean your pet at the same time? I have actually, I remember getting a call about this a little while ago. No way. About someone who says, yeah, definitely, and it's a big dog. 
And it's like, um, might as well do it all at the same time. But okay. That, okay, so that's not the answer. It's 16% of cat owners, 12% of dog owners admit they share this with their pets. It's not a bath or a shower. Lots of texts saying their bed when yeah. they go to sleep, uh, their bathroom, their kitty litter. But that's oh, not it. God. No. How though? I don't know. <laughs> also, this text says cereal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is. Come on with the answer. Yeah. What do 16% of cat owners and 12% of dog owners share with their pets? Uh-huh. A comb or a hairbrush? No. Brush your hair, then brush the dog's hair. Oh my god! <laughs> that is like some pampering. That if is some, I've ever heard that it. Is some extra pampering, right there. Extra 16% pampering. of cat owners, sixteen percent, twelve owners, twelve percent of dog owners share their hairbrush with their pets. Move one hundred and Canadian Tire give you a bike a day in May. Hello. Hello, is this Sarah Fitzgerald? Speaking. It's Aaron and Peter calling for Move 100. Oh, my God, awesome. <laughs> well, we think so, too. <laughs> oh, she does. Oh, anyway. Totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the reason we're calling you is to let you know that you won the bike, right? I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. The Supercycle Nitrous Dual Suspension Mountain Bike, and it came from Canadian Tire. Cool. Do you have a bike right now? I do not. Oh, so you needed one. This is perfect. Absolutely. Sarah, congratulations. You are today's winner of a bike a day in May. Awesome. Okay, that means we have seven more bikes to give away. Seven more days left in May. Uh, your chance to win a brand new bike from Canadian Tire and Move 100. Your next texting keyword to get into win is tomorrow morning at 8.30 on Move 100. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 5.30 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.